early. Make sure my vocals right. Make sure the beat right. Welcome to the fifth show. Time to cuff. Powered by It's Nation TV. Oh, no. That's why he tried to get in line. Play, execute, have fun, dub. I can do a lot more than what I think I can. Okay, yo, we're back. Let's do this, again, this yo. again. We're back. We got the homie Tej back in here. Eighty three spun the block back spun on us. Block on us. You know back. And he came Part bearing two. gifts. Yeah. Oh, Part he came, two. came bearing oh, gifts. Let me crack this shit open, man. Hey, hey, hey. Since I had a Red Bull. Yo, check this for the good old Red Bull. I'm looking for sponsorships. Facts, man. You know what I'm saying, holla at me. Yeah, get that in you. Mango flake. What is this? Yes, oh, sir. strawberry apricot. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yo, oh, no, that is. That first tip took me back, dog. That threw it me off in a good way. Yeah, it threw me off. Like, damn, kind of got smoothie element. I'm Why used to I'm used to the regular Red Bulls. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely got a smoothie element. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's satisfied. He's like satisfied. Like, yeah, told y'all, nigga, it's not so funny now, is it? Start every morning off the right way with a Red Bull. Do you start every morning off with one of these? No. 90% of the time. Yeah, I'm not mad at this, bro. I, I yeah, I gotta add this to my repertoire. But um so no coffee. How you doing, bro? No coffee. No, no coffee. Okay. Coffee okay. tastes like dirt. I've been, you know what's funny? I, I I stopped doing coffee this week just to like you know what I'm saying? Try to recalibrate or something. I feel like if I'm doing coffee too much, I start to my eye starts twitching. Like I start getting caffeine. Do like back. Like, I do coffee like, every I'm not morning. Coffee I do coffee every morning. But this week I was like, let me not do it. Let me just take my Baby little tweaking. my it's little perfect. break. But um, I, this is a good alternative. Yeah, you know good alternative for sure. <laughs> um, so how you been, bro? What you been up to? All right, it's been a little in the last, last what, like, couple months right. since the last yeah. time you was here. Man, you know me. You give me a couple months, I'm gonna start another business. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> which, which you basically, you wasn't doing the Toro when you nah, was here last time, right? Nope. You got me to do some yeah. logos for him though. So he got some shit in the cut. He yeah, ain't really unveiled yet. So I'll be, I'll be asking him, like, my nigga, when that? You know that hey, logo? Wait, yeah, when yeah, when yeah, that coming? Yeah. Like, be patient. You gotta I got more. I actually, the logo is about to start going into play now that we, you know, what I'm saying we pod and. Live on TikTok, right. we live yeah. on the gram, so right. I should yeah. have my own logos right, on right now. Right. So, right. um, yeah, since I'm gonna be in front of the camera more, definitely gonna put those logos into play. Sure. Okay, so let's 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 talk about um your I guess most uh at least from my standpoint your most recent endeavor, which is the Turo's, which is Turo um that app if people aren't familiar you know what i'm saying it's a it's a kind of a would you call it a ride it's not a ride share app would you call it that they the community don't like you to call it a ride yeah because you're not sharing rides it's you're sharing a, cars it's a car experience okay okay that's, that's okay. what they call it it's supposed okay. to be kind of like airbnb they don't they don't like it to call it like a hotel or oh, house facts, sharing facts, facts. it's just an experience yeah facts so but um it's 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 relatively new like um I know I've heard about people, you know what I'm saying, um, 
using think it's it new as a grind or like new as a, for him well, picking it up because i would i, I was fucking with Toro 2016 oh were you i was in oh uh, I'm and, and I'm I, I, but I, no, as a consumer no yeah so, no yeah that's what i'm saying and i remember even I with even Turo, Turo on the airbnb like i it's funny to see because it's subtle but the price fluctuations in themselves like i remember Turo, bro you could cop a nice ass whip. I was copping like beamers whole week just in case. Yeah. But you know what's funny though? And I definitely want Tish to get into it. I don't know if maybe undercut the word, but Tish definitely just want that shit off. Yeah. He don't even really be taxing at high prices. He's like, bro, you want to ride the Tesla? Just throw yeah. me 95 bucks. You can hop in the Tesla for the day. And I was going to ask, did you buy a car with the intent of Toro or were you just off some? My car is nice. I, have and it. I think it's people want to drive. And yeah. some, a little birdie just told me I can make some bread. So. You know, no, nah, that was that was the whole base. I seen um, there's like two people on my timeline. And I see like, yo, I'm making money with Toro. It's always been my thing. Like, right. if I see you making money, and it's in a I'm way stay in the shadow, see how long you do it. I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna check it out and be like, okay, they're making money. It's consistent. Mm, I don't have to be six six to do this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so why I can't do it too? So yeah, I, so I bought another Tesla. Just for that purpose, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna check it out for a month. Right. If it's if it's money, I keep it. We keep it going. If it don't work, I just take the car back and I just get my money. So, but it's been going great. So yeah. we're on like month two and a half, basically. And before we even get like to the intricacies of that car market in itself, you bought the car, and I think you were mentioning it one time, like when we were on the spaces, the value of the cars actually appreciated. Like I know that rarely happened. Like usually when you drive cars. off the lot, yeah. The value just dropped, but in your case, it's like it's a little vice versa type of thing. Yeah, right now it's for like the entire market because like chip supply and shortages and whatnot. Like they don't have cars. Like you, you're trying to look for a Model Three or whatever. You have a hundred thousand niggas that want your color car, bro. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I was just at um at the BMW place or whatever, and I get there and somebody just bought an M5 straight off the lot or whatever, and I was like, dang man, y'all still selling them like hotcakes around here. Bro. It was like actually. The buyer for this car had put a request in for this for a year. They've been waiting for this car for a whole Damn. year. Yeah, yeah. So they look like off the lot, they get twelve months. Yeah, nah, That's we just got it and we had to give it away. We ain't even had a car. Yeah, wow. it kind of fools people that come into the lot that day too. They'd be like, "Oh, bet you all got this whip." No, we don't got this whip. No, <laughs> we don't. We have zero actually. Yeah, that's crazy. But I feel like so from your um. I guess being part of that Turo community, you've had great success. Did most people find early quick success in the way that you have? If if you buy the car right and you gotta have the right car, right? But you gotta have the right car because a lot of people think like y'all need like a G Wagon or something exotic or whatever, but like the the crowd that can actually afford that and that's gonna pay for that is like very small. So you might yeah. and it depends on your market, like. If I bought like a F-150 out here in DC or Maryland, like there's no big really trucker same. guys yeah, yeah. around here. It's not gonna make no money. Florida, like, oh, or like yeah. West Virginia or West some Virginia, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I need that F-1. Yeah. yeah. So you gotta do your research and see what cars actually make money in your area. And that is pretty much a success. Cause there's really no marketing involved. You don't really do nothing. You just check a notification. It's like, yo, you gotta ride. Yeah. And for people that don't know, this is uh, Mr. Tesla Teach. You know what I'm saying? So with the Tesla, do you find like you found that nice uh, balance where it's like, well, people can feel as if they're driving. Like, I mean, it's damn near luxury. You feel yeah. like the number I, I is Tesla's like, like luxury I, me cars. Too, me too. I, but, you know, I feel like if you think of from a numbers perspective, they'll be like, but 
you could play the game like they're not treating it as like luxury vehicles like you could like the i feel like there's um numbers on shit where it's like just what you said you're actually appealing to a smaller crowd tesla actually appeals to a larger crowd type mm-hmm. shit and it don't cost me that much on my end versus the shit that you think everybody want to drive like right. you know, everybody want to drive this tesla for real. yeah but is that is that uh exact model though like it's, okay okay it's, venture around. it's right there that gives you the taste like i'm in a tesla i'm feeling luxurious right. i get i get to play with all the cool tesla stuff yeah but it's around the 95 100 dollars a day or whatever anybody could okay, do that okay. but once you go to the model s you're talking 135 150 word and then if you go to the x the one with the falcon doors that everybody loves you, you need to be miami you need to be down yeah there that's like right. 200, you need to 200 to show off. <laughs> okay that definitely makes sense that and if you sense. if you check the website you can see like the numbers and how often they get rented those the everything above the three starts going down so it's the three is like the perfect one what are like uh underlying costs that maybe people might not necessarily factor in once they get into it? now as you in the groove are there some things where you're like not necessarily it's a hassle it's just like oh i didn't necessarily knew i'd be having to do that but i am like that that's a cost right there like um, i know the, one of the first trips though the second trip this nigga dinged up on his rims and yeah. hit him with the Oh, five star. It was a great, great experience. Yeah. Great didn't car mention nothing day. of it. Yeah, didn't say <laughs> anything. Nothing didn't it. say anything. I get in the car, bro. All my sensors are, are on. <laughs> oh, <he's, laughs> hey, bro, he leaves gift cards. He, yeah. well, he doesn't yeah, anymore. Keep, yeah, you see with that, that With the Red Bull, the gift cards. <laughs> yeah, no more. No that's more. That's how you bro. get the five stars. I remember you said that's how you get the five stars. I'm nope. like, yeah. Said, no, <laughs> you always got to no, leave people said, with like, said, I got like they got something. He said, I got the whip back. That nigga even use it. He said, oh, wait. So that joint that you did that for is the nigga that dinged my car up. Shout out to Julius, man. Ding my shit up. Didn't use my <laughs> gift card, my bag. It was on the Damn. floor. I would have felt weed. crazy too. I would have been Don't like, "Damn, but, this but is he, how you repay me." But he left me a great review. That's what I'm saying. Like he probably he didn't need it. You know what I'm saying? He just needed the whip. Had to go spin the real ding quick. Up rim though is kind of. Oh yeah, like, it's crazy. Damn, I was about to say like I've definitely heard some horror stories when it comes to people. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, renting out their car on Turo. Um, there's one dude I follow on social media. He was talking about how he rented his shit out and basically it was supposed to be brought back on a certain day and the dude just didn't bring back the car he was ghosting him when he was trying to hit him up mm. and then when he did bring back the car like maybe the next day um it was it was fucked up like the, like he had gotten in an accident with it mm. uh, you know what i'm saying so it's like there's there's been some horror stories have you other than, is this like the worst you've kind of seen or have you seen any other horror stories from other people that you um, know I, I did see a horror story from uh guys uh dantes on um twitter somebody was like living inside his model jesus. three jesus. I, I, I think jesus he turned it into an airbnb That's why we got he, he had it for like three weeks whatever but he was living it. i think he did did he book it for three weeks no and just never, no it was like man. a couple day rental and then he just never came back yeah he's just living in it oh, I, I think he all the way quit toro and the rental things like nah never again can't like, deal with that yeah but mine is just he would just be scraping the rims and i don't understand it because there's so many safety features right on that car that shit was really beeping so crazy yeah. like yo bro it's just That's beeping crazy. don't hit the car yeah yeah it beeps at you it'll steer away like the car will move itself yeah yeah or whatever i'm like yo how so i'm just thinking like people either be drunk or they be falling asleep i don't know i, I feel like there's with with that tesla you know you might have people that just like 
you know, driving fast. They like of being course. reckless. They like doing their own thing in cars. People love to do that in cars. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Tesla really so, be coming through with that assist. If they, if they get that green joint, I'm sure they're out there trying to be fucking speed racer. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course. So, that's, and that's part of the experience. Yeah. I actually want to get a Hellcat for that reason. Because it's like, it's not my joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm going to take this shit back. Let me go crazy in it. Yeah. That's probably what they're thinking. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to lie, bro. Like, I've always fucked with, like, the Tesla. But I really got that experience uh, in April. I was out in the Bay for real. And that's the the car niggas that rent it. Shit's a smooth-ass car, bro. Yeah. It's very smooth. Feels very spacey within the shit. That assist, though, kind of threw me off. Like, the car was really... Helping a nigga out, but yeah. it kind of still threw me off. Yeah, yeah. I like, kind of you know, don't you just, like the You car might assist. be driving and shit. You know, I'm just maybe trying to change a song. I might be drifting in the moving. car. Be like, hold on, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, yo, I didn't need that. Come on, <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, whoa, okay, bad, bad. Oh, yeah, but sometimes it's like, sometimes it'd be tweaking because it might take, its sensor will peep something that's like, it's really not a factor. It's not really, a, and it's, yeah. it's like, yo, bro, stop. Yeah, stop you're doing too much, but also it's just bro. doing what it's supposed just, to do. Bro, facts, because I guess when they do statistics and shit like that, I guess the statistics of like automated whips even having accidents and shit like that still far less than a human. yeah, no less than human error. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, but to true. answer your question, like um stuff that you like expenses you don't. Like think about like a uh, easy pass toes. Oh toes. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Somebody could spend. Yeah, because like it's coming back on speed tickets. Yeah. Um. So are you liable for things like that, like speeding tickets? Yeah, it's gonna red, come back. Red to light me. tickets. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna come back to so, me. But you gotta be on your diligent. Be off some. Yeah, bro, that was you. So like, yeah, you just gotta be like, uh, uh, that was your trip. Yeah, you get the day. Right yeah, this is like, your. You're entitled to make sure that they pay that, even though it's okay. your car. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, yeah. cool. And Toro would help enforce like with they. Like also, what if a nigga just don't do it? Not my like, problem. I'm not doing not that. Facts. Like I'm saying, do you have like a? I know that maybe they're not. You haven't had the. I haven't. I haven't had like to that. do it okay. yet, except uh, except one time somebody left like some Cheetos all in the back seat or whatever. So I I reported that to show that to Toro. And it's like, yeah, okay, pay, pay me my, make sure he pay me my, uh, my dirty yeah, fee. Yeah, I need that. Yeah, I need, I need that. Nah, but some niggas don't be. It's not. I'm not even gonna say that people don't care. Sometimes, if I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, like they're just in a rush or just they, it's not like their problem. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm gonna return the car. I'm gonna pay the whatever. But like that's you know, wild, if I'm not if I don't got time to clean the shit up, I'm not gonna clean the shit wild, up. That's wild though. That's like, yeah. It's not how I, I would know, do as it. A, but. As a as a as a as a smoker and shit, niggas always prioritize that last day off of cleaning. Yo. Clean up, day. <laughs> clean, clean up day. Clean up day. God clean this bitch. So like, clean up the rental. Like that, but it's like, good though. I don't. I never be like, yo, I'm about to give you your card. Just that. That's so. Cool. I'll be like, ah, I don't mind it though. It. Like, yeah. I would love for you to rent my car out and oh, it smells like smoke. Hey, buddy, <laughs> you owe me another. Yeah. <laughs> I said I would love that. <laughs> hey, what if it, what if a nigga came off buck and was like, yo, bro, I'm, I'm gonna smoke it here. What's the fee? That's how that's how that's how right, motherfuckers be in hotels. That's how motherfuckers be in hotel that. rooms. They're like, I'm gonna smoke it here. Just let me know what when the you come to pick up, you know we'll handle that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> do word, what you do. Word. Give me that extra hundred dollars. It's gonna yeah. take me like five minutes to clean this out. Get the smell right. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I hear that. I hear that. That's that's the way people rack up uh on the, the cleanliness fee. They hit and, and the mileage. Yeah. I smell a scent. Oh, so if you go over a certain amount of miles, you yeah. Start if you go, back. if you go over the miles, it's like it starts getting like I think mine might be like thirty-seven cent a mile. Yeah. So Ooh. you might rent the car out for like four days or whatever. 
but you yeah. have a certain amount of miles within those days that yeah. you can use. What, what, what do you usually be? Like a week? What's uh, like 500, 600? 200 a day. So like 14, 1,400 for oh, a week or whatever. Oh, oh you give niggas some. But. You give niggas. You got it. I mean, otherwise, why you get in the car? That's as good as unlimited. If a nigga said, if I had, if I booked for him some seven for a whole week and the nigga said 1,400, I'm viewing that as unlimited. I'm not about to write on 14. I'm, well, I'm going to make plays. But yeah, like, I, can't I feel like you, gotta, was, you, was, you would think that, but I've had people like, as soon as they rent the car, Cause Tesla, you know, you can check the location. Where right. like, yo, this man been driving for three hours already. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you paying a hundred dollars for the day, you might as well be driving that bitch. You oh, like, sure. about to go like, yo, who need a ride? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yo, who need a ride? Start picking people up. Like, pulling up on everybody. Yeah, trying to show off too. You know what I'm saying? Like, who, where, who can I go? You know what I'm saying? Pull up on in this Tesla. You know what I'm saying? So that's funny. That's fire though. That's fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say. So let's let's get into. Um, some NFL shit. If y'all, if y'all oh, yeah, into that, you sure. know what I'm saying. Chiefs Chargers last night. Uh, Chiefs won a close one. Uh, 27 to 24. I What's believe. the matchup looking like? Holmes and Herbert. Um, Herbert. Uh, stats wise, Herbert was balling. He had 300 plus yards. I think he had like two touchdowns or maybe three touchdowns. He had a pick. Um, Mahomes had like 230. Uh. I think he had like two or three touchdowns. I got a, I got a question for y'all. Yeah. Um, cause this this definitely gonna be the season for both sports. Well, I mean for all sports. Uh, I definitely get on some fan doing some consistent shit. But I want to ask y'all now the sports season is becoming about. Is that the aspect that y'all look forward to the most? Being able to make some bread, or is it still yeah. on? Yeah, some, or, or, is, or is it still on some like? Now, nah, like I really, I know niggas probably still enjoy. Like, I, if I can make some bread on some shit, I enjoy watching. Why not? But is that the main reason now, niggas? Like, yo, bro, I'm really watching Sports this for back. a reason. <laughs> like, yeah, like for oh, a reason though. Like, that's it's a good question, bro. I think everybody still has their team. Yeah, right, right. I want my guys to win. Yeah, right. but before maybe that was the only game you watched. Was yeah. like, yo, your team's real. game. Yeah, that's your real. team's game. That's that was real. the only thing that mattered. But now, like, yo, I got money. Yeah. Yo, I'm going to the restaurant where I can see all everybody. The games. And do you think like this opening on like sports gambling and shit like that kind of like made this influx of more people more on? Because I feel like it's a, I feel like the culture of sports gambling is the way it's risen. I feel I, like sports, I, like five years ago, bro. niggas were gambling on sports, but I promise but you, was you was not watching. Not, like, you was not watching Charles Barkley say, "This is my yeah. over under." You got, this, you know you got Discord like, groups, Telegram yeah. groups, niggas dropping oh, plays nah, like, everywhere. Like sports. I'm like, yo, bro, it's a thing now and I, in a cool way even makes casual fans tap like i feel like niggas that wouldn't even watch sports they tap it into yeah. sports there's no appeal to sports now there's some bread nah, i feel like sports, sports gambling and sport like sports the leagues they're now like hand in hand they're like they're working together uh, they have the, to you know you know <laughs> DraftKings, FanDuel, they're sponsoring every game like every time uh, you turn the game on they got the commercials going on they got fucking you know, scan this code to place your bet now. Like, it's so crazy how it's everywhere. And, and to of- your point, it absolutely has made the casual sports watcher um, more interested. And it's made the casual better or non-better now a avid better. You know what I'm saying? Right. I feel like, I mean, it, myself included, like, I wasn't, re- I, re- I really didn't give two shits about sports. But I mean, five years, ago, like five you know years ago, bro, even for context, that's when me and Mech started linking up, even making content and shit. And niggas was sports heads. Yeah, yeah. But like niggas was, I, no one yeah, was a bad. I was a big was sports head. Just to watch, I was like, just watching my team. You know, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but definitely, uh, like Teach said, now that I be betting on sports, I, you know, I, bro, I did not Maybe give two shits about baseball. Bro, yeah, show, like- <laughs> I didn't give two shits about baseball a year ago. Sheets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a year ago, I didn't 
care about baseball. Now I, you know, name a nigga and I can tell you like what he, like what right, he's on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> That's crazy. I, I, I kind of love baseball now. <laughs> like right. listen to me, it's so crazy. But you know, um, I definitely, I definitely feel like as far as and because also too, I'm a nerd when it comes to statistics and like okay. numbers and analytics and shit like that. So to see it now kind of play play out like you know if you know something you can monetize it it's yeah. kind of lit and in yeah. in the sports world it's it's just super lit it's like merging a lot of things that i fuck with into one you know what, what about saying? you what's your thing um for me it, it's like uh it's like free stocks trading for real for real yeah yeah because right. i i gotta because last year or whatever i played a couple times i made some money sometimes i lost sometimes mm-hmm. or whatever but then i was like you never have to lose if you're not being greedy for real, for real. Yeah. So, like in the stock world, like if you can be up six percent on the day, that's a good day. Mm-hmm. Right. So this year I started implementing that. It's not, it's not going to pop until maybe like week eight or so, or whatever. But all I've been doing right now is taking the surefire things. Like I took Pat Mahomes and um, Herbert going over two hundred yards passing mm-hmm. yesterday, or whatever. Right. So I made ten percent. Mm-hmm. All my right. money. But that was pretty much guaranteed. Right, right. So I'm gonna let everybody in the background hit hit big hit those big parlays, big or whatever. Yeah. But by the end of the year, you're gonna be up. Uh, they they gonna call me FanDuel teach. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the thing I was gonna ask that too because, um, and shout out Lolo too because we definitely got into the spreadsheets when she came on the show. But when because I feel like you definitely come from a background where you have to do a lot of technical analysis. But I feel like when it comes to the sports for you, and I, I don't want to get it mistaken, but it seemed like that might be some vibes. Also, you just tracking, you know, I'm seeing how your past track record and shit like that is something that's fair to say or something you want to look into. I guess this year around is maybe getting a little bit more analytical type shit. It's like, nigga, shit, like. I can see them numbers. Oh, yeah. Like, like, do you do you, you do like a lot of research? Yeah, like, I do hella research. Like, can you can you like, um, like yeah. one of them visual charts? Like, bro, nah, that but that's cool. that's me being like analytical and looking at it from like um a winning percentage versus like loss percentage. Like, can I count on Pat Mahomes to throw two hundred yards? Probably fifteen out of sixteen weeks, he gonna do that. Yeah. Right. So if I can make. Um, 200 yards is nothing, but you're not looking at actual data. You just like, I just know that to be, you just know that, true. but, ba- but know that's that. based on his stories, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right. And I know that I have, um, at least for me, at least two days I could play Sundays and Thursdays or whatever. But inside of that, I have different time slots. You got one o'clock, four o'clock, and what the main game, 8 30, and then oh, and you got Monday, Monday. night or yeah. whatever, right? So if I can hit 10 percent. Three days a week, every three weeks, I'm basically going to double my money. Yes. Yeah. So Facts. that's how I'm coming at it. But so with those don't nobody try to steal my strategy. With those, <laughs> but you know, it's funny is like I've heard people with that strategy. So you're basically when you say you're putting a lot of so you're basically putting a lot of money to win a little bit of money. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. 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 It only it only goes bad if Mahomes fucks his ankle up and then I I lose my money on that. But yeah so that's where you take the risk because i got a homie that i got a homie who is very much like that he's like yo, i'm gonna take because you know in the nfl the money lines they're kind of crazy you know what i'm saying so you really got to bet spreads if you want to make something off of one bet you can parlay a bunch of money lines and you know what i'm saying get a good get some good odds but that's kind of me and my homie were going back and forth about that last sunday because he was like you know um he wanted to do this four or five leg parlay 
of like all the teams who should have like sure five one mess up. That's what I was saying. I was like, bro, like, like one of the and and lo and behold, who was it? Uh, who fucking lost? The 49ers lost to the Bears. You know what I'm saying? Like they shouldn't have lost to the Bears. I think right, they were. Right. I think that money line was like negative three hundred. And they didn't get crushed, but, but they lost. Like, yeah, they they should have. They had to. Back. I think there's. Yeah, they were supposed to win. They were heavy favorites, and they lost that game. And uh, my boy was. You know what I'm saying? He was blown, and I was like, bro, like this is why I be telling you, like, no matter how surefire you think it is, the more that you stack on top of each other, like you need you need five things to happen. One of those things could not happen because nothing is a sure thing. Yeah, you lessen your odds. It's better yeah. to just go five straights. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Bro. I'm big on doing straights and then maybe parlaying my straights. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, if if all of my if all of them hit like I think they should, then boom, I get like extra bread. But so I'm the vibe with the parlay is more so to really have that. Yeah, if it hit a hit instead of like trying to put that into your play, be like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's a it's off. it's a money management thing though. So like. He could yeah. he could go five straights or whatever and okay he hit four out of five so I don't know let's say you make two hundred dollars or whatever you right. take twenty dollars and you parlay the whole thing right. and if that joint go crazy then you just maybe you five x or ten x on that right and then next week you have a bigger bag to put into your straights and a bigger bag to put into your parlay but you got them systems yeah. yeah. But most people, like his man, is probably gonna put it all in the parlay, lose it all. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then when you hit that one parlay, it's like, okay, see, I know what I'm doing. Right, <laughs> it's yeah, like, right. yo, like them joints hit like one out of every ten times. It's crazy. But you yeah, know, that depending on what it is, uh, it, it could, you know, what I'm saying it could benefit. But all right, so let me pull up this joint. Let me show you tease what my uh, what my little yeah, this MLB crazy. algorithm look like. I'm I'm in the process of making yo, an NFL this one. This look crazy already. I'm bro. in the process of making an NFL one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Crazy. But I'm still hey, trying yo. to figure out like what stats matter. So can you break it down. Like so, yeah, what are we so seeing? Let me break it down. So what we're seeing right now is I know I want to bet up. on the green. I know <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? This is not updated for today's games right now. But what I would basically do is if you go if you see down this tab right here where it says starting pitchers i go here um this is a list of all the games that are happening today so what i would do is just change the date to today this updates from uh a That's stats website tough, like from the cold <clears throat> so i would change the date to today and then it will populate like the starting pitchers for today and then I would go back to the matchup space. So basically, it has the starting pitcher. So uh, Marquez for the Rockies and Stroman for the Cubs. And then I would go to uh, this matchups tab. Go to this matchups tab, and then it's right here. So right here it has their stats. So uh, WHIP is walks and hits per uh, innings pitch. Oh, so so I should also say that I focus on pitchers. So I focus on pitchers. Yo, you put all these codes in yourself? Yeah. Wow. I made this whole algorithm. But it, <laughs> but it loads. Scratch. He don't even have to do. Yeah, nothing. it loads. Once I just gotta change the joints in it, and it loads up. You know what I'm saying? So uh, from that one code that was on the previous joint, you just yeah, changed, I changed the date. The date. Yeah. So you're just inputting dates yeah, every day. That is the, the only date. thing, and then it it changes the stats. <laughs> it updates the stats. You know what I'm saying? So Yo, do you sell this? Nah, I don't. Crazy. I just put it together. You made it though. I did make it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I don't make know it. why I didn't even think it um, that. Yeah, nah, nah, it, oh, it'll it'll be packaged 
soon. I, yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah. I gotta, I gotta make he sure said, it works. Yeah, yeah. This is my first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. already thinking about like. <laughs> okay, yeah. this how we gonna sell this. But um, but you know, like where I'm at right now is I'm just trying to make. I'm trying to see if it works. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right, I, right. I, I, like I said, I wasn't even. This is my first season betting on baseball at all. You know what I'm saying? So I, I've come up with this joint in the last like couple months, and I've been using it. But uh, let me just explain a little further about what's going on. So, like I said, I focus on pitchers. So, my favorite bets to place when it comes to baseball is uh, strike props. So, or strikeout props. So, you know what I'm saying? Essentially picking how many, doing the over and under on how many uh, strikeouts a pitcher will have. So, mm -hmm. this algorithm tells me their whip, which is their walks and hits uh, per innings pitch. It tells me their strikeout rate for the season, strikeout rate for the last 30 games, and strikeout rate uh, for home versus away games. And then... Uh, right here, the team batting, it'll tell me the team that they're facing, their they batting be, average. They be hitting that shit for yeah, their batting average. It tells me their um, it tells me their strikeout rate versus right-handed pitchers, their strikeout rate versus left-handed pitchers. Wow. Uh, right here, it says uh, whether the pitcher is a right or left-handed. Like that right you know and left. Because like, <laughs> like some niggas are better against right-handed pitchers, some niggas are worse against left-handed. Yeah, that shit matters. So basically, and now I have so like the green and the red is basically because it goes up against the season average. So like whatever the average is, um, if it's green, this means that like it's above the average. If it's red, it's below the average. So joints that are green for I look I look at joints that are mostly green for pitchers. And it also depends on what's green. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, we'd be off some, like, whoever's line has more green, that's the better option. Yeah, so, like, overall. right here, Jesus Lazardo, he's probably somebody that I would place a, a K, okay, a K prop on. Because not only is his joints green, but the Nationals, who he's throwing against, there, a lot of them joints is red. red. You know what right. I'm saying? Okay. So that's okay. kind of how I look at it. Okay. Yeah, so that's basically okay. what that joint is. Um yeah, it took me a little minute to put together, but uh, that's that. And I'm trying to I'm trying to make one for football, but with NFL, you know, st the stats don't line up like as uh, candidly or clearly as in baseball. You know what I'm People saying? Outliers. Like, yeah, there's a little bit more outliers, and also like NFL is just a, such a nuanced game. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's such a team game that. Like baseball is a team game, yeah, but you know the strikers on the mound by I mean, the pitcher is on the mound by. Hey, himself, I wanted, you know I wanted to say some funny shit. Hey, shout out, shout out my nigga Uni that's tuned in. I know you down Tennessee, bro, in the Nash. It's nice and warm. We got that bipolar weather. We woke up this morning to. I cannot 50. read that. What's it say? He said y'all got sweaters on like it's chilly outside. <laughs> it's <laughs> chilly. It is. It's chilly. Low key. It, it's, it's a bit brisk outside. It's a little bit. I, yeah, it's a I, bit. if you, I don't know. If usually the it. air be going crazy in here. It's not right now, but usually I'm always prepared yeah, for it to be, be cold. It definitely yeah. do. Fucking um, yo, the, I seen the gap in the weather too, bro. The lows for the whole week, like it's starting off fifties, is going to end up eighty five. Yeah, it makes day. no sense. Crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. And <laughs> so, you said he's in Tennessee. So yeah, I seen that. I was like, yeah, brother. I, I, I was, I was laughing at it too. Yeah. <laughs> and I gotta say though, uh, NFL. I don't know. I mean, it's a team game, mm -hmm. but. They do be, you know, the stars be starring. Like if you got a wide receiver and they going against a cornerback, and this man's ranked dead last. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna eat. No, absolutely, absolutely. And also, I think because um, I just know football more mm -hmm. than I know baseball, I feel like you know I don't need a whole spreadsheet to be able to tell me like word, you know word. Michael Thomas is gonna kill or what. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I don't, yeah. I don't need. Like I know Jonathan Taylor. I know what he can do. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. It don't matter who he's going up against. I know like. What he's capable of so with nfl it's at least right now uh the stage that i'm at it's 
a lot more just like my intuition, my feel. Same with NBA. You know what I'm saying? I do I do have an algorithm for NBA as well, but like it's a lot, it's a lot more just like my feel and my intuition because mm -hmm. I, I watch those games. I like I know how the shit works. It's cool you know to have saying? something where you actually have no take, so you just be real analytical, like yeah. baseball, hockey, yeah. whatever. You like, bro, I don't know this shit. And also, I all I kept hearing, so like since I've been in this, like, you know, I'd be on like the gambling side of Twitter. All people keep saying is baseball is the most profitable sport to bet on. It's word, it's straight word. statistics, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like this season, for me at least, it's been kind of playing they out. They made a movie you know on saying? that. Money yeah, ball, money right? ball. That was yeah. based off. It's based yeah. on statistics. And, and that's why I can even put a spreadsheet like that together because they collect uh, so much stats for baseball. They don't even collect that many stats for football. It's like yard. It's like yardage. All you can do in football is like really yardage for offense, yardage for defense, uh, you know, passing, rushing, right. shit like that, sacks. They don't have like these intricate stats like, you know, this pitcher pitches curveballs 30% of the time and this team you know they're the best curveball hitting team you know like, what i'm saying like they don't they, it's so fucking yeah like you can probably find that but it's not widely available off. on the internet like i can go on any website and find any stat for baseball i'd Somebody be having probably, to dig that's another thing you got to dig around to find these websites that give out these stats you know what i'm saying just let me get the spreadsheet yeah yeah i think that's gonna be the most profitable thing in baseball yeah, yeah. give me yeah. that spreadsheet oh like i, I should bro I, it was crazy because i'd be looking at like i said i'd be on the gambling side of twitter i feel like a lot of these uh gambling dudes do you be on the gambling side of twitter at all uh, i flirt with like yeah measy and yeah like measy like marco chain like these guys i um a restaurant yeah, I'm going. I'm going there. Yeah, who measy's joint yeah it's here it's in alexandria yeah oh word what's it called uh it's it's in my in my dm keep he, it's it's new or like nah it's been it's i don't i don't know if it's new i don't know if he just bought it and owns it now word. you know there's a lot of people buying restaurants around here you know brian young the crypto dude nah the asian he, dude he's around the way as well though yeah big on youtube he got to join rockville do you think niggas is buying it because of how i guess the pandemic affected a lot of shit do you think shit's like oh like restaurants low? are going like, for the low <laughs> I, i've always viewed on the outside looking in as restaurants a real tedious business so mm -hmm, like if you're yeah. gonna be in it you really gotta be in it and i'm just thinking maybe it's just like yo it's just so sweet like i don't I know if it's sweet try my hand uh, but i do know when you make a lot of money you need i feel somewhere like where to hide yeah, the money yeah, from yeah, the tax yeah. man word, i was gonna word. say i feel like i feel like uh buying or owning a restaurant is kind of like a flex Word. you know what i'm saying it's like you're people saying love the good. idea of walking around the restaurant like yo this is my place or come to my restaurant it's just also a nice funnel too it's just a great funnel i think so <laughs> i think if you're definitely making a lot of money like gambling yeah. or like cash or whatever like oh uh we there was an accident we just lost like 100 bottles of vodka or whatever yeah word like, word hey, word mm. right off facts <laughs> no yeah. bullshit yeah good old no marty bird yeah <laughs> <laughs> facts some good old breaks yeah you know? no i hear that I, no yeah like that's something that people don't talk about like you gotta you got like you know unless you want to be taxed heavily you gotta use your money you know what i'm saying like you gotta use that shit. you know what i'm saying and i'll be like dog that should just really be a matter of education that should not edit. like yeah bro you can do that it is education that's it you can't do education you knew better nah um it's funny man kel said kel uh, tweeted something that i found funny and like very true he said uh something about like um damn he said something about having a great accountant you know what i'm saying he's like every great business needs a great accountant or something like that that's and you do because like like you said, it's education, bro. Like it wasn't until I started having regular conversations with my accountant, not even just my accountant, but also doing like um like YouTube searches on just 
tax related things that right. I there's so many uh there's so many loopholes. I wouldn't even call them loopholes because they are like they're legal. The they're, yeah, they're yeah. the rules. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What they're they the say. rules and they're they're just meant to be utilized and people don't know about them so they don't use them. But I mean, you can save so much money just like using your money in a, in smart ways. You or, know just, what I'm or just having the education to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like y'all doing a podcast in here, like, you know, I, I charge this residence yeah. rent for the podcast mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, crazy that's real crazy shit. stuff that's that's interesting that's interesting are you not using that one well i mean my business pays for pretty much everything that i do yeah. you know what i'm saying so yeah i, I guess i am yeah, like, my business gotta... pays pre- pretty much for everything that i like anything that i pay for essentially nation entertainment yeah but you gotta charge yourself rent too yeah yeah, it's like nine thousand dollars a year. <laughs> yeah, Word. no, that's yeah. Uh, yeah. See, these Word. are things that I yeah. And, yeah. On, and on the flip, the income to your business that's just not taxable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hey, put put that in your nuggets. Yeah, you gotta write <laughs> hey, that you one down. Hey, back, you, hey, got time to be chopping up. With got time to be like, Yeah, no, that's a big fact. Um, um speaking of that too, yeah, you yeah, got uh you be using the room for the pure space though. You'd be right in that yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Okay, how's yeah, that? So, how's that? How long um not really no traction or oh, anything okay. like that, but I'm still I'm using that like I don't I don't really be tripping because I, I'm using it, you know what no, I'm saying? Facts, so like facts. I feel like using it is also marketing for it. You know what I'm saying? So I shoot the fantasy up there. Um I'm also you know, I, I did a photo shoot in there the other day, but um yeah, so it's cool. But uh what was I finna say? Um, oh yeah, so like this Sunday, you know what I'm saying? We got a good slate of games. Um, any any first of all, teach who's your team football wise? The you commanders. Oh, fact. Oh, yeah, same, same, yeah. same. Hey, Honestly, man. I like, but I like the command, they're underdogs against Detroit. I like them. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I think I might put bread on the commanders to uh, like to beat them. to beat Detroit. I, I kind of feel like it's a trap in a way, but shit, I might I might take the bait because I liked what I saw out of um, the Commanders and Carson Wentz on Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Did you watch that game? Yeah, I did. What did you think? I was scared. I yeah. thought Carson Wentz uh, might be out of the league very it, soon. It looked like they were going to lose he that game, him. but they showed fight. It, it, well, he, he had two interceptions. Oh, he almost had a third, but I think he got called back for like defensive holding or something like mm-hmm. that. And then he redeemed himself through that touchdown to Terry or whatever. Yeah. So his it's crazy because one throw can definitely change the outcome. Cause yeah. if that had been an interception, he had a, he would have had three touchdowns, yeah, three, interceptions. three interceptions. Like, bro, you blew the game. That looks like a much worse game than yeah. four and two. You four know and what I'm two, yeah. much better. He balled out and he had a uh, little mistake here and there. Yeah, whatever. yeah. So. But as a but as a whole, I feel like I liked what I saw in them. And then from the on the Detroit side, you know, they gave up everything to Philly. So I feel like the commanders, I don't know why they're underdogs, but I, I'm going to take that. Um, some other interesting games, uh, I was going to say Cincy versus Dallas, but Dak is hurt, so I don't know. That might be yeah, a blowout. A, uh, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, you know what I'm saying? Tampa Bay, New Orleans, I feel like New Saints Orleans always, always, us in the regular they season. always have Tom Brady and the Buccaneers number, so that's that going to be, be interesting. Underdog. It might be sweet to go with the Bucs. Uh, cool. no, the, the Bucs are favored. Oh, they're favored. Yeah. Okay in new orleans but like 
the way that 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 has been since Tom Brady's been there, I was like, I might take the Saints. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I think um, they're two and a half point favorites. I might take. Was the Saints uh Michael plus two and like a half. Michael Thomas? I know he was like he had two th- touchdowns last week. See, this is so crazy because I remember, <laughs> hey, I was telling niggas in the I I'm not in no fantasy leagues, but yeah. I seen he was very very low in all yeah. of them. I was like, yo, bro. I think he's healthy now. Yeah. I think he's good to go, bro. Because yeah, if you see what this nigga did, <laughs> that's really crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like a couple years ago when he was healthy. I'm telling you, had, like, what 140 pick, catches or some shit. He didn't like even that. have to save a high pick. I was like, yo, bro, like he's still there. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you should grab him. <laughs> yeah, Michael Thomas looked good. Um, I mean, you know, Jason Jameis Winston is out there getting him the ball. Crab leg Winston. Crab leg. <laughs> Trying to taste the <laughs> W. The, the symmetry. The symmetry, yeah, you know, symmetry got your elbows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the shoulders. He said, he said, he said the shoulders. He said what you got out there. He said, he said the wrists are the ankles of the feet. Yo, bro, he said the wrists bro, are the ankles bro, of the feet. Bro, he I'm said good. what are the shoulders? Yo, the knees. Bro, yo, bro. <laughs> I was this guy, bro. W's. Yeah, bro. this nigga's crazy. James is a whole character, yeah. bro. They got to make a movie about him. Yeah, I don't know. No, they got to make a movie about it, bro. They got to make a. Not even, not even a documentary. Like somebody's got to play him in a movie. You know it's an in real time movie. You gotta appreciate it. Nah, I'm weak. <laughs> but yo, I definitely wanted to transition though over um to bear markets and yeah, we're in one movements and plays that are still to be had within it. And I guess the the shit that is never new is when it seems that markets are bad, people are averse to having anything to do with them. Not wanting to invest, just like stay out, and like yeah, and uh, yeah, because and I, I want to ask T's because I see T T's faithfully, you know, be honest, DCA very Friday, and but but let me say that though with context too though, like this is not necessarily like meaning by the top. It's like no, you know when shit the top, like we chilling, and then when shit, you know what I'm saying? When it's very evident, it's like yo, bro, this shit going down. It's like. Niggas start implementing some shit. It's like, yo, bro, I'm buying all the time, all the time, all the time. And it's funny because everybody, I guess, wants to benefit off, like, the market movements but won't enter in when it's the most ideal for them. And we not necessarily even talk about, like, trading options and shit like that because I know you be doing – we're just talking more so just the investment and just being more long-term. And not even just uh, crypto and shit, just in general. You know what I'm saying? Could you speak, I guess – so I guess how you've been moving with this within this shit, even within the DeFi spaces, a lot of people got burned. It's been a lot of rugs, but that doesn't negate the fact that a lot of people within that space is still showing up to work, still trying to get a bag. So like, right. there are, that, that means there's some opportunities to be had, bro. Like, it's just maybe not be, it's not as evident. It's not in your face. You actually got to do some research, <laughs> like what you should have always been doing, you know? So like, what you think about that? Right. But I'm, I'm going to bring it back to that Michael Thomas, uh, scenario whatever like the man is is a top wide receiver in the nfl and you know due to some unforeseen injuries or whatever like his stock kind of fell down but like oh you could have got him for the low yeah like you know what he's capable of no you know who he is yeah nobody does the same thing with with stocks and these different companies and cryptos or whatever like okay yeah amazon is down like 30 percent this year But we know Amazon is like everybody uses Amazon. We know once they cut the money printers back on, everybody's gonna be buying Amazon. Is it a split stock as well too? Yeah, does that and and I know that's more so done to I guess appeal to more people coming in because now they look at the price and it's like yeah, it's a, it's a psychological. Does that pump. mean anything to you as somebody that's already invested? It doesn't. It's just a psychological move. It doesn't actually 
change the back. Yeah, it don't it don't do nothing for me. If I got if I got fifteen hundred of Amazon today and then they do a split five to one, I still have fifteen hundred dollars worth of Amazon. Right. And you just have more shares. Yeah, I just have more shares. But um this is getting advanced. Uh it does open up the opportunity to make money with cover calls because you need a hundred shares to sell cover calls. So that could be a play for you if you had like, I don't know, if you had 50, 50 shares right, and they do the split and now, oh, now right, I have 100 now shares. I can now I can, Without having to put extra in. Yeah, now I can sell these and make passive income just, just off That's that. True. But um, yeah, bear markets, like if you go back and you look at the prices of everything from five years ago and you compare it to today, like everything is up like crazy numbers, Yeah, which is going to happen again if you go five years, five years in the future. <laughs> You're going to look back and you're going to be like, dang, I could have got tested for $300 and now it's $1,000 and I can't afford it no more. Yeah. But whole time, 2022, yeah, I could have bought like 30, 40, 50 right. shares or whatever. So I, this DCA, and then, yeah, five years, 10 years from now, everybody's going to be like, yo, how the hell you got a thousand shares of Amazon and it's yeah. worth $3,000 now? Right. Like, yo, back when it was a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Should have been buying. Not yeah. Thing. Like, I think people, so the common thing that I be hearing is like when people look at the stock market, it's um, they, they just have they're just they're thinking in a short window. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, oh, like, you know, I don't want to lose my money <laughs> like because I don't know if y'all peeped that new uh, documentary on money that's uh, on Netflix. Y'all know what I'm talking about? No, I haven't. There's like a I saw the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Like an investing thing. Or yeah, something. yeah. Yeah. It's like a joint that kind of it's like three different folks in different scenarios and they, they kind of like sit down and look at their money with financial investors. Shout out my man, Ross Mack. He was on that joint, um, giving out like investment That's advice nice. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So like when we was, I was watching that joint with my shorty and she was talking about how like she's wanted to get into the stock market, but like is worried about losing her money. And I was like, you know, the way that you got to think about it is, you only really lose if you sell those stocks when you for a lesser price than what you bought them for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you hold on to it, like you don't, you haven't lost anything. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, over time, these things increase in value. They just do. You know what I'm saying? Like they just do. You look at history, like like you said, Tej, nothing from five years ago is at a less price than it was five years ago. Like everything is up. even like in this. Shit. Look at the world. Even the world in this bear things. market, like things are at their lowest maybe in the in the last like couple years but over time you know what i'm saying everything goes up it just does you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying so the way you got to look at it is you know you you put your money in stocks but you don't look at that as like a as a earning vehicle for today like you still got to go out and earn if you want to use money you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying but like right, that's right. money for like the future you know what i'm saying so i feel like the mindset and the like the the frame needs to kind of change um, and you know, I'm not telling people what to do or how to think, but you know, you just gotta kind of change yeah. your way of thinking a little yeah, bit, bro. And there's also the other side too. I want to even talk to it. It's a real, <laughs> a funny side. And um, there's no amount of, I guess, education, knowledge, books read that can make up for you actually just getting into whatever it is that you say you're trying to do and just learn from that experience. Remember, like I remember that shit came up. Um, in a conversation like a couple of weeks back and it's just more so it's like you know a lot of people will complicate things or make things more difficult than it is when it's like yo bro you would actually learn a lot more from just 
doing it. Mm-hmm. And even if it's like you fail or if you fuck up, it's like there's going to be something to take away from that. And then you can go back into it with a different way. But instead, I feel like a lot of times and not just necessarily with markets, it could just be any endeavor. I feel like a lot of people just be making shit like uh, more than what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not rocket science. Type yeah. Shit. But also, I the what he was saying, um, the problem with the stock market and crypto market and stuff is that it's so visual. You can see like your dollar yeah, amount. People be looking at it every down, single day. And it's on TV. You can see it going down. But like, like if you looked at your house or whatever, like you wouldn't just sell it. Like, oh, I'm down 2% today. Let me yeah. move to another neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. right. Right. Like, no, uh, that's holding this drink. So yeah. that's the only difference. You can yeah. see it. But if you treat it like that, like maybe like digital real estate almost or whatever, like, yo, I'm not about to sell no Apple just because it's down 3% today. The new iPhone just came out and everybody's buying it. Mm-hmm. They're doing great. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, so I wanted to ask, you know, you have the only bands trading group and stuff like that. So do you ever have Gumbo to find yourself crazy? You ever have to find yourself um, <laughs> coaching people as far as like their mindset, like somebody who just saw you on Twitter or something like that. And now they've joined the group and, you know, maybe one of the plays in there doesn't hit like, and they get frustrated. Like, what is that? How do you deal with, you know, people who are like, oh, you know, I, I made, I lost money off of this yeah. particular play because I've only been here for yeah, a week. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I never so asked, like, yeah, do y'all have, yeah, do y'all have them t- channels? In like customer like, service. That's not quality <laughs> assurance or whatever the fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you, how, how do you do the that? Results, you know yeah. Yeah. results may vary. It's <laughs> funny because, like, uh, there's a point in time when, like, I don't know, the market was just hot and it would be like, Maybe like one person a week or whatever, like, yo, I just made 10,000. Right. People were starting to come in the Discord, like, yo, I heard you guys guarantee $10,000. <laughs> hey, that's hilarious. I was like, yo, no, we, we, we do not guarantee. Yeah, right. run up you need to temper your expectations. Yeah, like. bring, bring it down. But I, I always teach like money management, um, like we talked about with FanDuel, like, like, yo, you can't risk your whole portfolio yeah. on an option play, like, because options, Stocks can move three ways. They can go up, they can go down, they can go sideways or whatever. So you really have like a 33% chance of hitting on any trade. No matter what your technicals tell you, no matter what the fundamentals tell you, you have a 33% chance. Now you can heighten it with, you know, education and indicators and all that stuff or whatever. But at the base, you have a 33% chance. So knowing that, you have to know like mathematical equations. I need to be investing more than I'm gambling on options. And if I hit on an option, I just rotate the winnings. Now, where you always kind of stay up, right, right. And there's going to be some that are going to be big wins. Right. And of course, that carries you when you have like two or three losers in a row or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I always, you know, preach like, yo, it's a money management thing. It's a psychological thing. And you definitely, whatever you willing to put up, like, yo, just know you can lose it all. Right. So that's real shit. Yeah, that is. I feel like um, that's something that. Um, I think I, I'm hearing it talked about more, like the the mindset of being able to uh, make money mm-hmm. or like, you know, build wealth. Um, I, I hear a lot of folks say you got to have like an emotional detachment from outcomes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You just get, you got to, you know, develop principles, develop, uh, you know, right. I guess a frame of what you're trying to make happen. To a degree. Go ahead. To a degree, you got to be like emotionally detached, but not detached to the point where it's like, Ha ha, I'm down seven thousand. <laughs> ha ha, 
<laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Listen, man, we'll try again tomorrow. No, and you, know, you know that meme when it's just fire. Everything's like, like I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's a no. That's a great point. That's a great point. You know what I'm saying? But um, no, yeah, you do. You, so like you. You got to be emotionally detached, but to a degree, you also got to be aware. You, you know what I'm saying? You, you got to be able to feel the fire <laughs> if you're under fire for sure. Yo, I was going to say um, Gumroad benchmarks is all, you know, the bread that you get through your Gumroad. Is that strictly through subscriptions on the Discord or what's everything um, that you like enable? That's subs, that's ebooks. Um, that's I still do affiliate marketing. Word. Yeah, it's just everything. That's running it up. That joint on autopilot, basically. As far as the subs go, yeah, it's mm-hmm. that's autopilot. That's uh link to the Discord. People cancel, it cancels, mm-hmm. kicks them out the Discord. So on average, what's your monthly renewal? Like how many um people within the joint are renewing? Like um mm, we do a we that's do good. That's good. That's nice. We do pretty good. Nice. Of course, it's it's better when it's a bull market because people want to play. Right, it's a bear market. That's when you get so. the new subscriptions coming in crazy. Yeah, because like, everybody, everybody like, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Like, <laughs> bull versus bear. What's the actual best time to get in? Because I, I, to me, it's not great to get in during a bull market, but that's when you kind of see people bragging about, about how the much they're winning. Side of things? Or you I just talking just about investing? Investing. Invest. You know the most money is made in the bear market. Yeah, but that's when you people literally don't want yeah, to get in there. Right. You don't see right. the money right yeah. until the bull market comes, comes around. Back. Yeah, but yeah, the most money is made in the bear market. But would you? But you? You find that most people try to enter during the bull market. Yeah, everybody wants to come when everybody. Yeah, when money. everybody sees that you're yeah, making right. money, you that's know what I'm saying? That's when everybody wants to play. But it's crazy because, like, bro, I mean, every financial person that I follow be saying, you know what I'm saying, in their content, bear market is when you want to get in. Bear market is when you want to get in. And literally, that's when people are the scared, the most scared. Yeah. What about that psychology, man? Yeah, it's, it's all, it's all psychology because yeah. you can, because they put it on MSNBC, you see the numbers, they're red, the little arrow is why, down. Why? But why can't people see that as a sign of, like, this is my time? It just like, people be seeing that as a time is like, oh, this is the time to get out. And to your point, like you said, like because they're looking at it, they're looking at their portfolios in that. But that's when I kind of, I tell myself, like, yo, just don't look at my portfolio. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't even think I got Coinbase on my phone right now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I like, like, I feel like, you know, people with bigger bags and bigger influences, this is the narrative that they try to, you know, because they want I, people I don't to want, like, I don't, yeah, more <laughs> like for me. They're, they're, they're definitely like, there's definitely people like groups that like operate where it's like, I don't want the market to seem enticing to you, mm-hmm. but that's when it's enticing to me. Yeah. And it's like, you have to just kind of see, kind of like, it literally mirrors how much or what's your lack of like a long term perspective. You're like, yo, if this shit is going to appreciate in a five, 10 year window, which you should be thinking about it, then it shouldn't matter what it does today mm-hmm. and i feel like even with a lot of people when they said they want to invest it's like bro your long-term investment is a couple months that's what you're thinking that you're like yeah i'm, yeah, I'm down to put down at the top of the year but like yo by fall bro like and it's so crazy it's like dog. and sometimes it'd be shorter than that people see their money go down after a week and they're like oh no like, what I, am I, I, doing more so, I put it in that context because i'll be like that's people's definition of a long-term investment they're like yo bro i've held yeah. it since the top of the year it's like bro what do you mean? <laughs> like, how much longer <laughs> like that's actually long. still a short-term investment yeah. that's a, a year that's yeah. a short-term investment when you hear long-term investment, Tej, where does your mind go? Like at, at least 10. 10 years. Work. Yeah, Work. 10, 
at the minimum five. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cause a mid would be three to five. And then after that, yeah, it's go, definitely right. five to 10. But, um, like you were saying, like, uh, I think this is probably moving the topic to the crypto part right. or whatever. You right. know how people talk and like shit postings, like how you get the most engagement. Right. Um, I was talking to Wealth Farm. about I was talking to Wealth about this. Um, and he was like, Yeah, that's how you get engagement. He's like, yo, you got shit posts and get the, the farming when that. But right. like everybody wants mass adoption. But if the the things that's getting the most engagement, or this is how you broadcast, and like nobody's gonna come here. That's a fact. And if nobody comes, we can't pump these prices, none. That's a fact. So as I, it pertains to like at least with the NFTs, like you know what I'm saying? How do you feel about that? Like wait, hold on, before we move. Yeah. Can you explain what you mean by shit post? So you'll you'll just like tweet like yo, we're going to zero. Uh everything's terrible. Yeah. Engagement uh, farming posts. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, if you bought Eve today, then congratulations, you can go buy a trailer home or something like that. <laughs> okay. Right, Lambo. Like, yeah, yeah go get Eve by Lambo type. So thing. like um, okay. I I still don't know if I understand what a shit post like is. imagine yeah. imagine if you had a girlfriend and you're trying to describe your girlfriend and me and Brooke, and mm-hmm. you're like, man, she's the ugliest thing. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, she's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And me and Brooke like never, sabotage. Yeah, me and Brooke, <laughs> me and Brooke have never seen this woman. Yeah, before. yeah. I'm trying yeah. to paint a bad picture. Yeah, yeah but exactly. imagine, but also but, imagine, uh, she might she's my girlfriend, so I mu- I have to like her. I la- I have to like actually like it's like I'm trying to like play y'all in a sense. Is that what it is? Not even play. It's like you're just trying to get like laughs. Oh, okay, not? Okay. But at the same time. You want your family and your friends to like your girlfriend mm-hmm. because you can't have no long-term success with your girlfriend if everybody doesn't like her. Yeah, but yeah. You've broadcasted it that she is shit, essentially. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to invest our time in this or whatever. And that's like what they do with crypto. Got like you. they shit post about it so much that to the outside world, like, why would I want to buy this when you're telling me right. it's the Got worst you. thing possible? Right. Got you. So and- I don't understand how that like moves. A culture order prices forward because like from the outside like yo why am i gonna put money into this you're telling me it's going to zero yeah right yeah. right and then it's like while they do that like type of engagement farming they pull a lot of people that resonate with that and they just double down triple down and it's like dog <laughs> yeah facts y'all all say yeah. zero what like as a we we're in the market so we might have more of an informed decision but like people are literally off some speculation are like bro everybody said that's just trash yeah and it's like that's you know unfortunately that's how a lot of people even do their research like i literally seen a narrative just from a couple posts and shit i don't want nothing to do with it it doesn't seem yeah. like it's worth my time so yeah no it's, it's funny. funny that is how people do their research yeah so, but you, need how I do new, my research. you need new yeah. investors <laughs> to come you know, in and buy yeah you you're not going to get them by doing that so yeah well so what's the logic behind it is the logic to kind of push people away or is it some kind of reverse psychology to bring people in for them they're just trying to grow their accounts oh (laughs) selfish reasons i got i mean i don't mean that in a shitty way i just mean like okay it's just like they're just trying to grow their accounts at the end of the day i'd be like yo who knows people's purpose for engagement farming but that's one thing i probably seen you see it in bull markets the most it's Mm -hmm. still happening now but like it's kind of like the same thing too when like prices are going up and everybody starts having predictions and shit like yeah, that yeah. and having the wildest threads and all these reasoning and shit. You're like, bro, at the end of the day, bro, you still don't even know. <laughs> you know Facts. what I'm saying? But you said that shit like that shit like was it's facts. Viable. Yeah, you said that like 
Uh, and then a lot of people just like, and then they made so their crazy. moves off yeah, of that. Yeah, facts, bro. <laughs> and then all you have to do is be consistent with your narrative. Yeah. And sometimes that's when it gets funny too. It's like people be sinking with their bags. So they're like, you're either going to disappear or you're going to really seem like a crazy person and just double down on it hard. <laughs> and you're like, yo, bro, stay away. Bro. Don't listen to that. Yeah. They're in a sinking ship. And they're begging for somebody to lift it up. So yeah. they will, and they will jump off that ship the minute you lift it up, you know. And that's what happens with a lot of these projects. And I think that's another reason, like, why I brought it up too. It's like, so yeah, you have the bear market. But then another thing that makes people averse to even coming in is you just see how people get finessed and scammed and whatever mm -hmm. it is. And it's like, and even with those plays, just be honest, even a love a lot of people would let a benefit off them if they just knew the time they get out of said play. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, this is this is not a long-term thing. This is shaky. But you're telling me if I could be one of the first ones to get in and I can get out, and like I'm gonna fuck with this. But I say all that to say there's always opportunity. It's just like sometimes people be scary, and it's like just because it looked murky, don't mean there isn't something right there in front of your face. Yes, that's, yeah, that's the um that's the, the i guess like the risk tolerance or like the people saying like you to know if you want to make something happen money wise you got to be able to take risks and go through that and when i hear take risks i i hear just like be okay with the uncertainty of it all you know what i'm saying like just be okay with the uncertainty because there's there is no guarantees there is no like no matter who you're hearing it from they don't know they're just using their intuition. They're using their experience. They're using their knowledge, but nobody can know like how, yeah. how these things move. Yeah. Does accumulating make you uh, more averse to risk or do you become more open to it? Cause I guess you have more leverage, like kind of, or is it more so it's just the principle. It doesn't really change. If I get more, I just really stay steadfast. To, I'm going to just keep doing this. So, so uh, my, mindset looking at like risk and everything is you just take the risk off by just making a lot more money so that that's why i started the toro thing or whatever because right. i know like yo i feel like taking some risk right let me go start another business now i have uh more income yeah i just i just made a thousand dollars this week because you don't car. gotta do toro everything be fine but yeah. if i'm trying so if i if i want to go risk like all right let me go try to put some money in sandbox or whatever like eh, if it hits it hits if it don't sure. eh. The car will be back out there next week. Yeah, I'll make, yeah. I'll make some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the meantime, like, you take these risks and then you buy these things for, like, super cheap or whatever. And then when the bull market comes back, they're like, oh, oh, this, right, this right. one took off. This right. one took off. This right. one took off. Well, all right, these ones didn't do anything. Right. But the risk played out or whatever. So yeah. I think the bear market, you should always focus on making more actual money, fiat, for you crypto people. That's right. And then you... The more money you make, it takes the risk off. But when you risk your money that you need, man, that shit get real dark. <laughs> that's a get fact. real dark. Yeah, that's, a fact. That's, a, that's a great way to put it. You know what I'm saying? Um, probably. You know what I'm saying? I think that's. Uh, 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 it sounds like a dark way to end it, y'all. It's not. <laughs> is that a dark way to end it? Yeah. That's not a dark way. It's a good mindset. Like it's a good mindset because like that's right. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, and that's kind of what I was saying earlier in the whole. You know, people who put their money in stocks and they're mad that you know a month later the stock is low. It's like you know, don't stop earning. You know what I'm saying? Or don't look look at that as money that you're supposed to now take out and you know go on vacation with. Like right. if you're buying stocks, you just gotta 
understand what you're buying. You're buying an asset that you're supposed to hold on to. Like the, you're not supposed to, you know, try to view the, the, it as the a point of it that you're yeah. convicted on. It's the like point of it isn't data. so that like you buy it and then a month from now you take money out on it because you know it's not even really going to live up to its full potential in a month or a few weeks. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like the the the, the investment itself. Right. So you you don't put yourself in a position where you're not earning anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like you should still now, you know, if you if you have your job, you should still be going to work, getting, you know what I'm saying, getting that paycheck. If you do other things, you know what I'm saying? You should still be trying to go out and earn while your money is kind of uh it's like baking in a sense. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's getting ready to bubble, but like you can't just sit there and watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like step outside, go do some shit and then come back. Hopefully it's baked. If it's not Step outside again, do some shit, yeah. come back. You know what I'm saying? Just keep doing your thing. Eventually, that shit will pop. You know what I'm and saying? And then I feel like over time, once you really start reaping the benefits of that, you kind of just make sure you- Now you're sitting you on a fucking- fat, And you, you make sure you keep baking. Yeah. you like, bro, I'm always yeah. baking. Yeah. I don't even care. Like, it's got something in this something oven, got something in that always, oven, got something in the oven over there. I feel, like that's what it, when, I feel like, and then that's when I feel like it's really starting to set in and you're like, yo, bro, I always have to put my shit to work. Especially yeah. when I know within these channels, it's always coming back. Like, it's it's all good. Like, I know exactly my window, exactly that my frames and shit like that. It's like yeah. all good. Yeah, facts. So. All right, man. Um, so Tej, remind folks where they could find you, where they can uh, keep up with every, with everything that you got going everything on. Look forward and, to and what what you got for the people. I don't know. You know I mean, yeah, you got the Oli Bands Trading Group and. Yeah, you got, got some you got some consumers facing, you know what I'm saying, businesses and stuff like that. So let people know, you know what I'm saying, everything about so at stocks and crypto on Twitter. I'm sure they maybe they could put the little thing there or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Watch out for the scammers. It's only one Twitter. That's account. a fact. There's yo, so yo, many. Only, I'm not gonna yeah. hold you. There are so many fake teachers out yo, there. Good, <laughs> good 20, 30 of them. Man, that's how that's how I really know ones. you. Oh, like this nigga really is on. He really made it. They got niggas pretending to be him. Niggas man. trying to finesse it and stain the name. They're like, yep. Yeah, they got some bread. That's crazy. Man, just Elon, fix it, Elon. <laughs> <laughs> fix it. But yeah, and they on Instagram too, bro. The bots are they on Instagram too, bro. Nasty. Just so you know, if you weren't aware, because yeah, I know the, I think there was a time you came here and you were like, "You're not on Instagram." Yeah, I'm not on you Instagram. know what I'm saying? I'm so when I saw a, a, a Teach Instagram account, I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Oh, that's so, crazy. Yeah, they're they're there, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. The bots are nasty. They got bots now that will reply to your tweet, and a second bot will reply to that bot. It's nasty, but crazy. yes, uh, stocks and crypto on Twitter and on TikTok. Um, if you need a, a test little rent, holler at me. Stocks with the Z, yeah, with the Z, the word. yeah, the Z, yeah. Okay. If you need a if you need a car to rent, I think my links are on my Twitter, or my Instagram, not Instagram, I'm not on there. TikTok. <laughs> um, yeah, if you need the, an Xbox, the Instagram bot's gonna put it there. <laughs> they gonna put it link in bio. <laughs> if you need an Xbox. Right. Like, oh, Toro, you said Toro. Me. You need a PlayStation. Holler at me. Twitter. TikTok, that's it. And if you want to hop in the Discord, uh, yeah, hopefully they can get the link there or just go to my Twitter. Yeah, we gonna put it in the show notes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Only one stocks and crypto. Yeah, don't get scammed. Yeah, Can't please don't get scammed. Can't say it enough. Um, yeah, appreciate you for joining us again, bro. This was a great conversation. Um, I, I enjoyed the things that we got into. What's your um, plan for the rest of the weekend? Weekend, um, it's gonna be chill. It's gonna be a family thing. So okay, my sister's in town. Yes, yeah, my brother's coming in town. town. Yeah, right? oh, yeah. Uncle so town, shout out to my sister. Show. She had a baby last week. 
So now, like, it's you know, just family coming by. It's the new art. Trying to check it out. Yeah, this is shit from my brother-in-law. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, got the Kobe, got the real art. Yeah, got the Tony, got the LeBron. Put the Tony in here. Yeah, I never seen. Yeah, yeah. So shout TSL Art on Instagram. You fuck hey, with, we gotta have a talk about art yeah, in bro, the black yeah. community. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go, we got... not enough of it or <laughs> what? <laughs> Too <laughs> much <laughs> of it or what? <laughs> we gotta talk about it. Okay, it's well, not, it's we got a we got a reason enough. to bring it. We got a reason to bring you back. We got a reason to bring you back a third time. We still need that episode. We gonna have Mikel's art. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah. So it's it's a chill weekend thing for me. What about you? Um, yeah, I'm about to get into some edits. Probably go out. Grab a bite to eat later tonight, you know. Fucking yeah, actually about to drop this one edit. I had this. Um, I shot this concert. My man Chase Fetty was in town last week. And I don't know if you know like Boldy James or yeah. like Stove God. Yeah. Shot Stove God Cooks. Yeah, yeah. Bro, shit crazy, shit crazy. So I'm about Very to drop bad. that recap probably right when we end this shit. But yeah, there's more edits. We finished that shit up. I trying to that. put the piece of the puzzle together, man. Yeah. What about you, T? What you got going? Pass, <laughs> hey, passive revenue tease. Yeah, He's like, yeah, oh, I'm gonna facts. take it. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna sit on my balcony and just I got watch my bread. Later today, I'm about to drive the car over there. And sh- or is the car already out? The car's running right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good life. Yeah. It'll be you gonna hit the market today? Yeah, I know. Damn, see, early. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know niggas mm, probably can even in the market. You going market see just open. I'm let Edgar do what he do. J Mac okay. do what he do. They're okay. amazing. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, My man's giving Xbox to Discord. Run the Discord for the <laughs> amazing. Gonna gonna collect some Toro money. I'm yeah. gonna collect some Ponzi schemes tomorrow morning. Hey, okay. <laughs> gonna, gonna rotate the Ponzi money into some other Ponzi's. Damn, that's a good life. Yeah, that's that's click, click it. Some buttons. That's nice. Let's click some buttons over there. Facts. Make some money. Facts. That's beautiful. All right, man. Um. Uh yeah, so that's it, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy these NFL games on Sunday as well. Yeah, man. Next um, week. Other than that, oh yeah, I, I might as well say you know what I'm saying there's a new episode of the Fantasy. We talk about all the starts and sits for this Sunday. Oh hey, um, okay. You know what I'm saying go check that out. Fantasy, yeah, yeah. bro. Fantasy got, show. Uh, yo, yeah, it's a fantasy football when, show. When is, and when is that air? That comes on. So that people? so the live stream is on Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Um, okay. The live stream is on Wednesdays, but you know in that. From there, it's available. Just like this show, it's available after that. So, uh, and then the podcast drops on Thursday mornings. So, um, yeah. So check that out. That's out. Yeah, uh, Twan and Sean did great with their picks last week. They went about like sixty percent on their starting signals, both of them. So uh, they did. They had a they had a good little hit rate. Uh, so we'll see how it plays again tonight. Sean, I will say Twan uh, had Juju Smith Schuster on his. Stardoms and Juju didn't. Do hey, don't talk about my friend. Don't talk about my friend. I he <laughs> follows me on Twitter. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I got nothing against talk Juju. Don't talk bad listen, about Juju. I got nothing against Juju. And if you watch the episode, Twan is big on Juju this year. He, that's basically what he was saying during this segment. He was like, "Yo, like I love Juju Smith Schuster for the year. He just didn't show up last night. That's y- what, what am I supposed to say? It's strictly on fantasy, or do y'all get into the bets? Too, it's strictly like, on fantasy, okay, but because I'm on there, I'm gonna give my betting to, takes. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Like right. I'm on there too, so I'm gonna give my betting takes. That's tough. You know that's a saying? nice little dimension because yeah, I'll be like, "Yo, bro." And then I will say on Sunday mornings we also have like our last minute lineup show that's gonna be at eleven o'clock on YouTube. And I'll I'll do my picks as well there. I'll I'll literally talk about like what I've bet because I'm gonna probably place my place my bets today. So um so by Sunday I'll be talking about exactly what I bet on 
and then you know we'll also do the fantasy so, shit. I'm also I'm me myself. I'm getting into DFS, which is like daily fantasy. Okay. So uh, I'm getting into that more because I I never like in the last like couple years I haven't really been playing fantasy. Right. I've just been producing the show right. and then sports betting. Right. But I feel like you know instead of betting on player props, like you can put a team together make some bread in that way too so i've been on that so yeah that's all everything that we got going on other than that man everybody have a good weekend next week uh, we will see you next week oh Oh, shit thank you danielle subscribe to the channel (laughs) talk about other channels i don't think we did it to start the episode so yeah subscribe to the channel you know what i'm saying uh if you're here use your finger give us a subscription and then yeah we will see you next week real early early, early. early.